Esther, you are, as always, a sight for sore eyes. Oh, me and my, well, actually my hair is clean today, so I can't really diss my hair, but, um, you know, I meant to put makeup on as the day started, and now it's 6 p.m., and I still didn't quite figure that out. It's okay. You're wearing a really cute tie-dye hoodie. Let me just paint a picture for the listeners. Esther looks like a sick dog, like, in the sweetest, most adorable, tender way. Like you have these like sweet little puppy eyes. You're wearing a very cute tie-dye hoodie. Is that a sleepover by Esther? You know, it's a sleepover by Esther sample. I'll be honest. I shouldn't be wearing it on camera, but I am. I have a a real question for you. Yeah. I find that hoodies are the bulkiest items in my closet. Mm -hmm. They are so bulky. You can't really fit them in a dresser drawer. You, I, what do you do? How do you store them up? You hang your hoodies. I hang them up for sure. Like, yeah, because you can't, you're right, you can't fold a hoodie. That's crazy. That's taking up way too much room. Yeah, hanging them is so much better. It's a great Mm. question. Thank you. Yeah, no, of course. Anytime. You're just looking adorable. Engagement ring hanging out. You're just rubbing it in all of our faces. Everyone says that. Like, people are like, she flashes her engagement ring around, ring on YouTube. And I'm like, I'm just, I use my hands. What? I think you should have I take to it use, off. I think you should use your non-dominant. You've got to use your right hand to hold your creepy little TikTok mic, okay. <laughs> and then no one will care. Um, so Caroline, there's so much to you? talk about. Oh gosh, I'm good. You know, I'm I'm pretty good. It's I'm not good. It's oh yeah. It's a, I'm I'm. I know my voice is like going into a register. I didn't even know I could do. I'm so tired of Zoom. I'm so unmotivated to do anything. I'm sick of working out at home in my stupid living room. I haven't gotten a good workout in five months. I Why don't you go on a walk with me? Don't equate me needing a good workout with... I'll go on a walk with you. I'm talking like a hardcore, sweaty workout. You know, that's that's what gives me the endorphins I need. And I just can't... I can't get them. Why I'm don't just, we do a walk and run thing together one morning? I feel like you always put me on the spot about walking on the yeah, podcast. It, I, yeah. We go walking together. You make it seem like I never walk with you. I'm not some like a... Esther, don't put your daddy issues on me, okay? I go on <laughs> walks with you. I just don't like hearing you complain that you're not getting workout in when I feel like I will be the partner for you outside with a mask whenever you call upon me i like to be that tear of a friend to people wait now i can't hear you i accidentally muted my microphone because i did fart and i <laughs> muted it while i was farting and i forgot to unmute it don't worry about it and look it's 
been a rough it's been a rough couple weeks but like i'm excited to be here you know yeah <laughs> i Wait, feel can it you, can you smell it <laughs> you can't smell it right it's been crazy but you know my it, everything's been slightly made better by some some brief moments of some brief moments of brightness, you know, like for the New York Times Britney documentary, the, uh, the you know, the Gaga Anna, Oreos. Anna Nicole Smith, 2020, 14 years later special. They're the, these bits and pieces and we're going to talk about all of that stuff. But overall, yeah, life is really fucking hard. I'm not going to lie to you. But before we dive any further into our own complaints... Let's take a mm-hmm. second to feature a charity. I think Please. this is a really, really cool one. I don't think we've featured it yet. It was submitted by Glomi at Mighty Monica, and it's called Feed the Second Line. And I actually, we were told to not use the word charity anymore, so that's my oh, bad. I why? Um, I don't know. I think it's like a semantics thing. Maybe there's a negative okay. connotation to charity. It's an organization. A, okay. A, sort of a business in the business of helping people okay whatever and okay we'll the fi- second we'll line yeah is an organization that helps take care of the people who make nola new orleans great in the wake of covid19 esther have you been to new orleans i have it's my favorite city in the entire world i had a bad time well you're <laughs> you raw dog life as we know you're sober queen <laughs> uh you're not you're not as a uh, friendly and familiar to the to the alcohol. But look, NOLA is such a great city. It's a wonderful city. It's so lively. It's a slice of Europe right in our beautiful American South. The music, the food, the people, the dancing. Like, I just think of NOLA and my heart sings. And NOLA's been hit really, really hard by COVID-19. And Feed the Second Line is putting younger musicians to work, driving elders and at-risk culture bearers door-to-door door to clinic to get their COVID-19 vaccines. Wow. Uh, they're doing all kinds of stuff. It seems amazing. Check them out at feedthesecondline.org. No. You're right. New Orleans is really cool. There is a lot of like historic houses that were fun to look at and cool old cemeteries. I did. I just had a, it was weird circumstances that I was no there. No one wants like, to hear it, about that. We're keeping it positive. Amazing <laughs> cemeteries. There's like above ground. They do like a lot of like above ground burial which is like rare that's why those cemeteries are so beautiful and look what's like above bar- ground burial i just remember going on a cemetery tour and in most cemeteries in the united states i think people are buried underground and in nola you see a lot of like above ground like tombs and what are they called um mausoleums and stuff like that. oh i th- yeah and i think that's rare for the united states or it's like a more old style of burying people so they have like these like old cemeteries that are really look if you can't tell i'm bullshitting it's so obvious <laughs> i have no idea what i'm fucking talking about but the point are you is- serious i hate when people do that i don't know dave does that dave will be like oh i th- i'll be like hey do you know what this is he's like yeah it's like a th- da, da. he's like i don't know i made that up i'm like why didn't you just say you don't know bitch? well because we're hosting a podcast this isn't just you and i <laughs> shooting the shit with me farting in the mic. Like, there's, like, <laughs> three to four people listening. Like, I've got to try to disseminate some information. I don't know. Caroline, we actually have a ton of listeners who like this show. I think, I do feel like we have to stop pretending like no one's listening because there's actually so many people listening. It boggles my mind. We did get um, 
Oh, you know what? This actually is a really good time to go through some of our impressive rankings. Esther, do you mind if I read <laughs> through some of our... We've been hitting some impressive numbers for glowing up. Have you been getting these emails? Please, sure, share. So Esther, I get an email every week with like where our podcast lands in the iTunes rankings. And also it cultivates um, a short uh, list of like reviews we've gotten. So yeah, we're absolutely killing it. Uh, first of all, we have our, we are ranking in Saudi Arabia, which really amazes me for a country that hates both women and Jews. The fact that we have, yes, we've dropped down to number a hundred, but the fact that we're even charting on the Saudi Arabia comedy podcast list, we're at number 104. And I think that's incredible. We have shot up, we have shot up to number 35 on the Italy top comedy podcast lists that's amazing oh yeah i know where i'm staying when i go to italy hey gloomies <laughs> just stop, dropped in no but did you know that my grandparents lived in saudi arabia for 16 years and my grandfather ran grocery he was like the director of like a grocery chain and um they have very fond memories of their time in saudi arabia so that makes me happy that explains everything <laughs> we have dropped out of the rankings in Thailand. We weren't in the rankings, but we've dropped out. The point is we're doing great. Um, and yes, I hear you, Kim0000. We will try to stop eating while we record. That's on us. We get That's like the same review in that email every week. It's just about how the hosts are disgusting and they eat chips on the show. When you're a busy businesswoman and you only have 24 <laughs> hours in the day... Sometimes I've got to sneak a chip while I'm recording Glowing Up. So shoot me. I'm sorry. Okay. I The worst thing that ever happened. It's like I'm doing 18 jobs. Sorry I snuck a chip, Kim. But also thanks Caroline, for Caroline, you and I are both doing so many things right now. We're both starting businesses. We host this podcast. We're both now like we're both writer producers on TV shows. Like we... We have to stop. <laughs> no, this is my, this is kind of my normal. This is my baseline. It's I actually like agree. Three fully all-consuming things at once, no less. I'm exhausted, though. I feel, I feel at danger of hitting the wall at all times, but it's okay. As long as I got no, you. No, that's. A- <laughs> It's true. I do. Whenever I feel like, oh my god, I'm doing too much, I'm like, you know what? Caroline's always doing a little more. <laughs> Don't you fucking forget it. Um, okay, let's let's talk. Let's get into stuff because this was a huge week for us, for people like us who fucking love celebrities. Framing Britney. Four words. New York Times. Five words. Framing Britney. I'm just. That's what four words. Oh no! No, is New York two words? Sixty-nine thousand words. New York is two words. It was amazing. It was so well done. It- well, wait, just so people know, if you haven't heard about it, it, you can watch it on Hulu. It aired on FX, but it's on Hulu now. It's called Framing Britney, and New York Times has this documentary series, and this week's episode was about fucking Britney Spears and the Free Britney movement. Caroline, take it away. So if you're a, a real tried-and-true Britney fan like Esther and myself, if you know who Sam Lufty is... 
if you know who Felicia is, if you already know a lot of the ins and outs of the story, you're not going to learn any new information from this, but it's a must watch no matter what. It is so well done. It basically takes you on a tight 45 minute journey from Britney's early rise. Who were the key players around her? You know, what was Jamie, her father's part in all of this? You know, as we know that he, it basically like the whole climax of the thing. It's all about the free Britney movement and the fact that she's under this crazy uh, conservatorship that has like very little legal precedence in our court system, like a pretty much woman who seems to have like, you know, she's not usually there for like elderly people or incapacitated, medically incapacitated people. But Britney is neither of those things from what we can tell. Point is, it's all building to the conservatorship, how it came about, why there are activists out there that are trying to hashtag free Britney. But, you know, it takes us back to the beginning. It introduces us to the key players. And it's just a magical slice of documentary information. There's some amazing talking heads, lawyers that are directly or indirectly involved in the case. Brittany's old assistant, this unhinged, deranged woman, Felicia. I think Felicia's perfectly fine. She's fun. Can I share my takeaway and as well as my qualifications? Please, I I would love for you to. So my qualifications are I was pretty much raised by Britney Spears. I lived and died by her every word growing up. Every album, I had to buy it on Tuesday when it came out from Best Buy. She's just, I really am the woman I am today because of Britney Spears. Now, in the past few years, we're all watching Britney on Instagram and we're all seeing that she's not making sense. It's pretty sad. Like, it's obviously something that we've all had fun laughing at on social media, but it's actually... It's sad. It's really sad. She seems like she's not all there. She's very performative in a very childlike way. It just doesn't make sense. And so here's my takeaway from the documentary. They show her in interviews throughout the years having these real moments. And it reminded me that Britney was not always gone. Britney was actually quite the opposite. Britney was very much making creative choices, um, running her team. She was musically in like gifted and writing songs and sharing in interviews how the paparazzi were she wanted them gone she was very much with it and that to me makes us so much sadder is seeing where she's at now versus where she really was and how she really was like a function high functioning human and on top of that one of the bigger things that they revealed is that Brittany, when this conservatorship conversation began specifically stated she didn't want her father to be in charge of it and that didn't get taken into account and her father became in charge of it and so that's really scary to me like what did Brittany know about her dad that made her not want him to be in charge and what's happening now that he is is very scary to me and finding out that he has such a direct vested financial interest as the person executing the conservatorship, whether or not it was him getting a, a cut of the gross of the gross ticket sales for her Vegas residency. You know, he's given a salary as the exe- exe- executor of the conservatorship. And then the way that they started the documentary and alluding to the fact that when Brittany was just getting started out, Jamie's Jamie's main concern was the financial aspect of it. When does she get paid? How much is she going to get paid if she becomes a star? What's the deal with the money? Like, there's clearly 
so much at play and there's so a lot of foul play happening. Do you know what it feels like? It feels like like back when you when you, you we all remember the moment when we realized the government is like working for the top people and they're not working for us, right? Like all the the government is just like trying to all these politicians are just trying to like make their po- line their pockets, make money. They don't care about the people and their health care and all that shit. That's oh, yeah. how that's it's how a shareholders democracy. That's right. That's how the country of Britney is being run. It's all about like, how does Jamie, her dad get richer? How do the lawyers involved keep getting richer and get raises and make more money off of her? Nobody cares about Britney's well-being. They're just like, how do we keep getting richer off of her and make the system work for us? Which is really such a sad recurring theme in her life. It just seemed like everyone around her treated her like a cash cow, abused and used her. And quite frankly, Lynn Spears, who I'm a little disappointed in, seems like she really took the back seat and is kind of like too little, too late tried to involve herself in the conservatorship and take a bigger part in Britney's life, but this is, like, only the is last Is she couple- trying to help? Is there any evidence, though, that she's trying or able to help at all? I think there was a part of the documentary said that she petitioned to, like, have Jamie removed or, like, become one of the people that was, like, execu- executing the conservatorship or whatever. But she's been used and abused by the people around her, and it's really quite depressing to watch. It's scary to me too. Like, who knows what meds she's legally bound to have? So that's the other thing, and this is getting a little speculative of us. But so I think Esther, correct me if I'm wrong. Brittany's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I'm not sure, but that sounds. I think she's by, or I think she's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And from what I understand, which is very little, the medicine that you get prescribed or you can get put on when you're bipolar is it's strong shit and it's like it's not you can't compare it to an SSRI it really can on the whole like change a patient's demeanor or like can make them seem more out of it like it's strong we're not talking like Lexapro we're not talking Prozac this is like some intense shit and it's so true i'm like who even knows what she really has or what she's been diagnosed with and what the doctors are forcing her to take i mean this is a woman who is has been denied the opportunity to be in charge of her body her career and her life it is really fucked up i totally am like have so much sympathy for the not to sympathy, I'm like inspired by the Free Britney movement. These people are doing amazing work. I I agree. And I think, yeah, it's really sad to see someone who is so accomplished, who changed culture, who really was special. Like they even touch on this in the documentary about how when Britney first came onto the scene, it was very much about the boy bands. The boy bands were dominating the music scene and Britney was really that like... She just cut through um, against all odds because she really, I, I, I do believe, yes, she's super hot. Yes, the music was catchy as hell, but her shining personality is what made us all fall in love with her, made us addicted to her. She's, she really just is like a classic star and had such a good, fun, relatable, approachable personality. And it's so sad to see what's happened to her. And it was even more sad is what I also forgot about 
is how the paparazzi was, they ruined these people's lives in this era. And the same thing with Anna Nicole Smith watching that documentary. It's like both of these women were hounded, harassed by paparazzi, could not live their lives in a way that it's not like that anymore. They've changed the laws in Los Angeles so that the paparazzi can't do that to celebrities anymore. But it's really sad that they had to live through that those times. It was a fanatical, over-the-top, insanely invasive like machine around her taking pictures. It wasn't just one or two paparazzi. It was when you see that footage of her, she can't get to where she's going, or they're all crowding around her and the flashbulbs are going off. Like It would drive anyone crazy for years and years. Why does she deserve that? Why? Why? Like, she just doesn't. She was just a freaking singer-dancer. Like, it's just, it sucks. It, it really Where makes me you, sad. And- yeah, what are your thoughts on Sam Lufty? Do you think he was crushing pills up and putting them in her food? Do you think that he was kind of the beginning of the end? I mean, I know there's so many pieces at play. It's not just one bad actor, but... I guess I don't really understand why everyone's pointing at him as the problem. And... I think that, yeah, there's you can never really just have one piece that makes everything fall apart. I, I think it's probably the bigger picture, and she was already at such a in such a bad time. And you know, sure, maybe that's a time when someone like that can come in and take over and make things worse. But ultimately, she shouldn't have been in that vulnerable position to begin with. And it's right. sad that she was. I've also heard it's very hard. She it's impossible for Brittany to meet new people, and. Um, I knew someone that was like, you know, or worked in the industry near her and said that one of her boyfriends was just a valet guy at a restaurant. And then he became her boyfriend because she just can't meet people. And that was like, the, she just saw a hot valet and was like, they struck up conversation. I wonder how she, she met her Persian boyfriend, Sam Ash, Ashgari. I believe he was her trainer. Oh, really? I think so. Wow. I I heard a story about Britney once, and I can't reveal my sources, but it wasn't too long ago, and she was attending some kind of a... They were attending some kind of an outdoor party, and someone at the party knew Britney, and it was like this thing where Britney's going to come. Britney's coming. Britney's coming to this barbecue, and everyone's like, oh, okay, like, that's cool. Like, everyone's kind of like, this is, like, weird. Like, Britney Spears is coming. Like, she's a bit off. And before Britney came, a body bodyguard came in swept the entire house of alcohol this was like an outdoor fourth of july party they put all the alcohol in a cooler in the garage got rid of every substance Brittany comes in sits in the corner completely quietly doesn't talk to anyone and like i think that people were like trying to engage her and be like really really nice and kind be like hi Brittany. like it's so nice to meet you and she would like give like one word answers Ugh. i mean it's just it's just really sad. Oh, another story I heard. Um, is this bad that I'm telling these? No, we need these. Another story I heard was like, I think it's a story that Leo DiCaprio was involved in. And like, there was some guy, game of beach volleyball. Leo was in the game of beach volleyball. And Brittany and Sam, it was like the same thing. It's like, Brittany's going to come play beach volleyball. And Brittany and Sam comes and she's, you know how she does her little voices and things like that? She was, like, speaking in voices and, like, speaking in a different language. And Leo was apparently like, oh, that's so sweet. Like, you're you're speaking Farsi. Like, 
you learned Farsi because of your boyfriend. And she was like, no. And she was just speaking like in a nonsensical language of some kind. Oh, no. So, yeah. I don't doubt that Brittany needs structure around her and needs to heal and needs healthy people around her guiding, helping her make healthy choices with her money, career, finances. Yeah, but maybe she just doesn't need people where it's financially beneficial to them that she stays in a catatonic state. Maybe she doesn't need her pig-ass dad. I almost said something derogatory about his struggles with alcoholism, but I'm refraining. So yeah, you gotta watch Framing Britney. It's a big week for pop stars. Esther, should we talk? Should we talk about the Gaga Oreos? Yeah, so we got some Chromatica Oreos. We we chased them down. We got them. Actually, someone sent them to me. Thank you to Jess, uh, my friend who sent them. But they there's been like weird drama surrounding the Chromatica Oreos. A lot of people are complaining that they're stale, that they're bad. I I have to say, well, my what. No, go ahead. No, you. I just saw one tweet that kind of shook me, which is that they're not legally allowed to be sold overseas because there's so much food coloring in them. Which which spins me out and spirals me out because, like, I hate that America has such lax rules with our food safety and, like, other countries are so... They're so militant about, like, the chemicals in, like, cosmetics and the chemicals in self-care products and food. But and at our the country same is... time, we have the Chromatica Oreos and they don't. They're pink. They're so... Here's what I think. I have to say, I think we are in a golden age of celebrity food promo. We're, like, hearkening it back to the 90s. Between the Travis Scott McDonald's collab and Lady Gaga Oreos... Like, what is this, 1996? I love this. I actually have a hot take on the Oreos. Let me let me share. It's, it's both good and bad. Like, so what people who haven't gotten their hands on these or have done, haven't done the adequate research that we have done, um, they are not a special flavor. They are actually just dyed pink and green, pink cookie with a green frosting, but they have the flavor of a golden Oreo, traditional golden Oreo, which, you know, those are the yellow, the white sandwiches, which are my favorite Oreos. I think they're actually much better than regular Oreos. Yeah, they're really good. Now, I would say um, on one hand, that's great. They taste just like golden Oreos. I love them. I know them. I'm happy I have four packages. On the other hand... I'm buying packaging, food coloring, and I'm not getting that additional limited edition tip that you're limited edition typical quality, which is a new flavor. And that's something that I really ultimately think is a very important part of the limited edition celebrity food snack. And for that reason, I'm out. Just kidding. But I do think that that's I was kind of disappointed. No flavor. What is, if you had to name off the top of your head, your favorite all-time celebrity food crossover event? 
I think I know Elvis. the answer. Yeah. Yeah. You do. It's the Elvis 2007, the Elvis themed peanut butter banana Reese's peanut butter cups. They're under my bed, my childhood home. Um, they're. I just think it was such a creative, perfect collaboration. They they used his famous, he's famous for peanut butter banana sandwiches. They incorporated that into the Reese's. I thought it was perfect. So the Chromatic Oreo, not as perfect of a collaboration by any stretch as the Elvis. Do you have any, is anything come to mind for you? Um, No, absolutely nothing is coming to mind. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know that many food crossovers i'm really like trying to rack my brain right now i remember ed sheeran did like a heinz ketchup thing really yeah i gotta go (laughs) (laughs) um i'm no yeah i don't i think the chromatic oreos are really i think they're i think they're a lot of fun i'll say it what's your yeah what do you what do you think of what i had to say about it I think you're absolutely spot on, but I'm just trying to think what would the, well, especially because Oreo is so known for their unique flavor combinations. It just doesn't seem like it would take that much work to even bring out an old flavor from the vault. I mean, every time you go to Target, it's like 40 kinds of Oreos and flavors I didn't even know were possible. It's like carrot cake, lemon, red velvet, like all kinds of crazy shit. If you had to guess... What 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 would your dream Lady Gaga Chromatical Oreo f- flavor be? That's hard because the colors are pink and green, so it feels like you're kind of limited to like watermelon mm, or which like, it has been an Oreo flavor. Ugh, that's hard. Gross. Sour apple. Ugh, you don't want it to be candy and like sweet and sickly. Yeah, I I mean I also think what you said is also a good point in the reverse direction, like. Oreo already does tons and tons of limited edition wackadoo flavors that maybe Oreo is, while I'm glad we got this opportunity, maybe it's not the ultimately best version of a Gaga food collab. Maybe we want something, maybe we want Gaga to collaborate with a brand that doesn't do lots of wackadoo stuff and Gaga is going to be their, their foray out into a wackadoo type of flavor. That's an interesting point. I I am I the one thing that's coming to mind is I remember one time I had a generic store brand Oreo. It was like Kroger brand and they had Pop Rocks in the cream. It was very unique, one of a kind. That would have been the perfect that would have been perfect for me with Gaga. I'm also yeah. remembering that this year Charlie D'Amelio had her own Dunkin Donuts beverage. She did? Yeah, it was called the Charlie, and it was a cold brew with whole milk and three pumps of caramel swirl. I had to look that up. But yeah, okay. where I'm telling you, we're in a really, we're in a really good age right now. I think that this, this is just is the, the tip of the iceberg. Age. Yeah, I think this is just the tip of this the iceberg. This is Camelot. I I do think something that would have made more sense or been more exciting was like if you took, let's say, like the Snickers bar, mm. and you made some crazy change to that, like you made it have a mint. It was a mint Snickers. I mean, that doesn't make sense. But, like, just taking something a little more classic that doesn't get messed with as much and give that the Gaga makeover, flavor and color. Flavor and color, right. Well, it's funny because, like, when I think of Gaga, there's not, like, a flavor that comes to mind. It's like I know she likes Italian food. 
But mm-hmm. I can't like picture her like holding a certain Starbucks drink or like talking about like a candy she likes. She's kind of under the radar in that way, which I love. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Well, really exciting stuff. We are so passionate about these things. It is pathetic. Look, I read books too. I just this happens to, like this happens to be what we're talking about. Like, I could throw down on like you know marxism but like please do please uh, take the uh, floor uh i just getting a call in the other room <laughs> it's uh, 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 uh. um I d- so you don't go ahead go ahead no i i have nothing you didn't you see so you didn't watch the anna nicole smith 2020 special i did it's really good i highly recommend watching it um it's it's just kind of your classic anna nicole historical you know education learn anything uh i didn't learn anything new but i will say i like to just reiterate how fascinating it is that anna nicole smith and j howard marshall's son fought over that fortune and they both died before it became resolved which i just that to me is mind-blowing Maybe it's simple and makes sense, but I just can't. These they've had these legal battles for years and years, and both passed away before they figured it out. I'm just always surprised at how much they loved each other. Esther, what was the podcast you told me to listen to? It was so good that you're wrong about. Yeah, you're wrong about Anna the Anna Nicole Smith, Smith episode. Was that really was good. Yeah, really insightful. Really good. Yeah, people don't realize that they actually. Her, Anna and J. Howard Marshall actually did have like a really long lasting love affair and she did really love him and maybe, yeah, no, it wasn't like a sexual thing, but she, he paid for her life. He took care of her when she had nothing and she loved him for it. You know, he was like a grandfather to her that was also attracted to her, which is fine. That's weird, but it's fine. And kind of reminds me of another two people I know. Who's that? You and me. <laughs> no, it's not sexual. But is there love? Is there a lot of love there? Is there care? Do you pay me in do you pay me in fizzy beverages? <laughs> I fight over your United Sodas fortune, me and Dave. <laughs> she told me I could have it. She told me verbal contract. We're so sick. Um, wait, okay. I need Gloamy help. I need to put out the, the Gloamy signal. I need help, okay? Oh, yeah. My TMJ is so fucked up. It's so bad. My mouth guard doesn't help me. I saw this girl, this Pilates teacher I follow on Instagram, Core by Caroline. Interesting name. She's... The plot who thickens. Is it really? <laughs> who is she really? Um, <laughs> this she whole time posted- rips off Mission Impossible mask. <laughs> it was me the whole time. Sorry. Okay, continue. She she posted that she got Botox for her TMJ and that it was very successful. Highly recommend it. I posted on Instagram. A few people messaged me that they really recommend it. If if Glomies are out there with experiences with with Botox for TMJ, please hit me up on the DMs and also. Especially if you've done it in LA and you like have a recommendation, I'm really like I need to fight this chronic jaw, neck, and head pain that I deal with, and I think this is this could be it. So the gloomy signal is out. And how are you? And I know you're not going to like this, but 
from what I remember about Brooksism and the guests we've had on that have talked about Brooksism, you know, it's a very complicated issue that's connected to our overall well-being, like, for example, our stress levels are in, you know, some people recommend incorporating a meditation practice to try to combat some of the, no, you're no. shaking your head. I'm not going to ever meditate. All okay. right. <laughs> that settles that. All right. I will wash the dishes and think peacefully and listen to a podcast. I will take a walk. I will fold the laundry while I listen to something. I'm not going to sit and do nothing. I'm not, it's not possible for me. All right. And let's, let's drop it. Do you do that? I'm in the same boat as you. I do my moving meditations. I don't know. I don't know why I suggested you meditate. It was cruel. It was callous. It was. It was, it was offensive. Rude. It was. I. I. I was out of line. <laughs> I was completely out of line. I was out of pocket. You're a mistake. <laughs> I am a mistake. This was a mistake, and I'll see myself out. Should we talk about Valentine's Day, Esther? Let's do it. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the day that this, this is ep- the say that this episode is coming out is three days after Valentine's Day. No, this comes out this week. This is oh. right before Valentine's Day. Oh my God! Happy Valentine's Day, Glomies. Glomies, yeah, you're our Valentine's. Is ep- this is the episode that comes out before Valentine's Day. A few, like four days before, but we're still in the we're in the zone. Oh yeah. Well, Esther, as always, you're my Valentine. And the Gloomies are my second <sighs> Valentine. Thank God. And look, I know hot take alert that you have that you've heard only four million times. Yes, Valentine's Day is a Hallmark holiday. It glorifies heterosexual, boring love. It was invented by card and chocolate and candy companies to give us another excuse to buy candy and bullshit. Like, yes, 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 all of those things. But I'll be damned. If I don't jive and vibe on the aesthetic of Valentine's Day, it's pink, it's hearts. Those are the things that I love to surround myself with aesthetically. I live for those colors. I live for those that feeling of just like saccharine visual love. I, I think it's fine. Uh, yeah. Oh, like vintage Valentines. I love those. And like, it's kind of like similar to the celebrity limited edition food thing. Like, I don't know why, but like, I want Valentine's edition nerds and I want a Valentine's edition Butterfinger. Yes, it's the same Butterfinger with a pink wrapper, but that is so much more appetizing and aesthetic and cute to me. You're actually getting me really in the mood to like pop on down to Walgreens and just roam the candy aisle and just see what the corporations have in store for me. I would love, I want to see a heart shaped Snickers. I want to see, I want to see things. You've really gotten at something there. The real Valentine for me are big conglomerate corporations, monopolies. Those are my real Valentine and they, and they, they get me the gifts every year. And it's a very abusive relationship. It's one-sided. I'm giving and giving and giving. I'm not getting a ton in return. But I'm in it for life. 
for with Amen. Mars Candy Company, with Monsanto, with whoever the fuck <laughs> else. We are we are actually we just got signed over with the Monsanto Podcast Network. Um, <laughs> we'll be dropping like yeah, we'll be talking grains like proprietary patents on genetic grains. modification is not as bad as the media mainstream has no. led you to believe don't listen to the farmers who are like just trying to make a living and trying to feed their families it's like monsanto has their back and like if they spend like less the time complaining and monsanto. more time monsanto <laughs> monsanto. <laughs> monsanto okay we so, made lists. Yeah, Esther and I thought we'd do a fun little thing. And we made lists. Caroline had the brilliant idea to make lists of romantic gifts I wish someone would get me for Valentine's Day. We each have a list of things that apply. So, yeah, I'm not going to get any of these things. I want to make it like 100% clear. Same. There's, It's not even an option. It's not on the horizon. It's Mm-mm. like not even in play. I'm but- just going to scroll through... What? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm excited. I'm so excited to hear what you wish that someone would get you. I'm going to scroll through my list right now. Um, my okay. romantic gifts I wish someone would get me for Valentine's Day. One is a slutty schoolgirl skirt. I really want, like, the perfect little schoolgirl skirt. I just, I'm on the hunt. I'm going to find it. All these are just things I'm going to get myself. I love how how good i imagine you're so good at role playing that's like the image i have in my mind i don't know how true it is but it's i would love to be a fly on the wall and watch you role play for me it was so hard to it's always so hard to role play because i put up a defense wall of like jokes and humor that like i have to make it funny yeah i do that too and you can just lean into that and like that works i'll try but anyway, I'm excited to hear what else you have. Slutty schoolgirl skirt. I actually saw a cute one on LA Apparel. I'm probably going to get that one. Um, as you know, I love Behave Candy. It's sweet, but it's not doesn't have a lot of sugar. I want that for Valentine's Day. I want a Postmates gift card or a DoorDash gift card because I spend so much money on those programs that they're apps. Um I would just love to like order a few meals and feel like I'm not paying for them. I also want okay, here's something I I want I want hoodies and sweatpants and I'm not just saying that cuz I'm going to be selling them soon. I Bitch, just I'm addicted. Don't, don't you have enough? Never. Don't you dare. Okay, another thing that oh. Okay. Two more things. One I would love for my fiance for Valentine's Day to just say, this week I'm cleaning everything. Mm. Like, you don't even have to put your plate away. Like, I'm going to take care of everything. I would love that. And then the last thing is a, is an item I haven't purchased. I've been eyeing it for years. I'm very curious. Is one of those ember mugs that heats your beverage and keeps it at like a warm temperature mm. all day? I'm, I'm just curious about that. I feel like that would be a cute Valentine's Day gift. That's my list. Mm. That was a great list, Esther. Thank you. Okay, so the first thing, and I think it's very on theme with what we've been talking about today, it's a celebrity-branded sex toy. It's the Lily Allen Womanizer Vibrator. Have you heard of this? Oh, my God. I have it. You do? I went to the sex store and looked at all the vibrators and was like, I think I had just... I just have to get the one with the celebrity on it. And then well, that was that. It's it's her 
version of the Womanizer, which is an established vibrator brand, and the key is that it's a clit-sucking vibrator. And I've never used one. I've only heard amazing things. Care to comment? I would say it's, like, fine. It, it's not, like, I don't know. I read a hot prudish. tip today in it's the comment. I mean, it it's a, forms a aggressive seal around your clitoris, and it sucks on it. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's like a sea monster. And I did read it's, a hot tip today that you have to use a lot of lube for what it's worth. I don't know if that... What? I don't know. That's what I read. Why don't, would you... Don't need- kink shame me for reading comments. <laughs> I'm not going to stand for this. I don't my body, I my choice. I just can't picture why you would need that, but I'm open to it. Well, I really want it, and I love Lily Allen. Do you want to share mine? <laughs> <laughs> Can we put it in like a, what are those like baby UV, like a UV sanitizer thing that people put their phones in? <laughs> so another for like 30 seconds. I always want lingerie. In the same way that you like sweatpants and sweatshirts, I love sexy, lacy, adorable lingerie. I've really tried to up my game recently and buy lingerie from smaller female-owned, kind of, like, left-of-center brands. I'm trying to, like, actively stay away from fucking Epstein-adjacent Victoria's Secret and all that shit. So shout out to... Is that why Victoria's Secret is, like, not doing well? Well, they suck, first of all. Like, I don't have the receipts for you, but I'm sure it's, like, sketchy labor practices. Can we do a deep dive into Victoria's Secret at some point? Well, less... What is his name? I'm... I'm blinking. Les Moonves? Lou Was, not Lou No, no, no. The the head of the company that owned Victoria's Secret was like a very close Epstein confidant. And like Epstein made a lot of his early fortune from like manage, like wealth managing this guy's portfolio. Le- less, I can't, I can't fucking remember it. But the point okay, is, sorry. shout out to Cup, C-U-U-P. They make these beautiful like sheer balconette bras. I love Else lingerie. It's a on the higher price point. It's a Turk. It's all the lingerie is handmade in Turkey, and it is some of the most beautiful lace patterns. It's gorgeous stuff. And major shout out to Lonely. I think it's called Lonely Brand lingerie, and just such a cool like message. It's like about like you should feel good and on your own in your lingerie. It's like not for anyone else. And I've gotten some really beautiful things from all three of those brands recently. I love jewelry. I make no ifs and buts about it. I love jewelry. In particular, I love small stacking rings, like little, Mm. like fine, delicate, little like diamonds or like what have you. I love my gold chains. I love my interesting gold charms on my gold chains. Like I have this gold snail that I bought in Hungary or this like really cool evil eye that I got in Israel. Like I love anything that falls under those categories. So I would love... Some gold stackable rings, some cute, unique, one-of-a-kind gold charms. Or I really want some sort of a nameplate necklace in Farsi, maybe like my mom's name in Farsi. Those are like... I have a nameplate necklace recommendation. It's this brand called Litzy Love, L-I-T-Z-I-L-O-V-E. It's this woman. She makes them in Montreal, small woman-owned business. She made me a necklace that's a sleepover, and it's like... I'm zooming in on the, I'm showing it on the YouTube. It's very cute. I love it. But I would love, Car- I'm sorry, I totally interrupted you. But I would Please. love 
to know where we could find dainty, dainty, tiny, tiny little stackable rings. I bought some from this um, affordable. Yeah, that's the thing. Affordable is tough. And I also have to say, I will not budge on this. Only solid gold. I will not do gold plated. I will not do gold mm. fill. It has to be solid gold. If I can't Why? wear it, because if I can't wear it in the shower, if I can't wear it while I'm living my life, I don't want anything to do with it. I want my jewelry to last forever. I Agreed. want it to have integrity and heft. I don't need it to get to wear down and have like the varnish wear off and the patina and like the whole thing. It's like, what's the point? I want things that last forever. Great note. Thank you. I love that. Yeah, it's not even a question for me. So if anyone has any affordable, stackable, solid gold ring suggestions, please pass them along. I know there's a lot of cute stuff on Etsy, but it's so overwhelming. It's really funny to demand something be solid gold. (laughs) Yeah, when you put it like that, I see what you're saying. It's a bit bit, solid gold. (laughs) It's a bit the plot of gold member. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit like exactly the plot of gold member. And I, I'm i a simple girl, as you know, Esther. Yes, I demand solid gold, but I love a romantic food-centric night in. And in particular, to me, the most romantic foods are sushi and Korean food. Why? So if my... Because those are a those are really two of my favorite foods. I think sushi is so romantic, light, sensual from like the flavorful cold fish to that like pillowy rice and the dipping of the soy sauce. And my mouth is watering. It's just a sensual, like tactile experience. You can take these sexy little bites. You know, it's like there's not sauce dripping everywhere. And then all right, the flip you side, never get too gross. Yeah, I mean we do, but most people wouldn't. <laughs> In Korean food, I love Korean food, whether it's soon tofu or, I mean, literally anything under the sun. But to me, the key to Korean food are the banchan, which are the spicy, flavorful, cold sides that are often served with the meal. And they can vary from restaurant to restaurant. But it could be like daikon kimchi, cabbage kimchi, uh, fermented pea shoots. Like those to me are my heart, my soul, everything. I love banchan. I crave banchan. I love pickled fermented taste and having small little bowls of them and just like eating them with chopsticks, like little nibbles here and there. That would be such a romantic gift someone could give me, just a night in with one of those two food genres. I like it. That's all I have. Okay. I I like it. I. Is there anything on your mind, though, that you have been wanting but you haven't bought yet like some anything like in that area like what's your ember mug like something you might want but you're not ready to pull the plug pull the trigger on so my list wasn't good enough for you well it was amazing but i I'm probably curious for more you know i feel like there's so many of those like led light masks like the shani darnan one or like mm. the clear one that courtney kardashian wears that like lights up and they're all like five hundred dollars like i'm so sick of the labor that my facial tools require of me. Like I am so angry at my new face. Every time I look at it, I'm like, I'm supposed to use you every day and use one of my hands to use you. Like I can't even like read a book or like do anything with the other hand because it like takes. But the thought of putting on one of those masks and just 
lying down on the couch staring at the TV, like that's exactly what I need. And they're expensive. They're like expensive as fuck. That would be the perfect Valentine's Day gift. Maybe those will get less expensive over time. I'm wondering like, does my ring light also serve as a LED skincare mask? Is there a chance? Oh, there's almost no question. <laughs> um, really good well, Caroline, this this has been so Inf- lovely. Informative, illuminating. We were mental health activists. We are celebrity food uh, sources of wisdoms, repositories even. I mean, what can't we do? <laughs> Educate. Learn ourselves. Don't uh, answer that. <laughs> um, no, I. this was so much fun. I, I love chatting with you. Um, it was really great meeting you. I hope that, you know, well, what did you it say It was your so name nice was? to meet you. I hope we can work at some point together in the future. Kevin? <laughs> Egbert. <laughs> um, okay, well, you guys, Glomies, thanks for listening, and we appreciate you guys have been posting the show. You are genuinely helping us grow, and you are showing us by by doing so that you love the solo episodes. We will keep these coming, um, but send us feedback. Let us know what you want to hear more of, less of, what you like. Um, and uh, as always, post the show on your social media. We'll repost you, and we will really appreciate that you did it. Um, Caroline has a tinned fish company believe it or not it's called fishwife and you can find out more about it at eatfishwife.com caroline anything we should know right now about fishwife our smoked tuna which is one of our hero products is back in stock this week as you're listening to this you'll be we'll announce it at some point this week so keep an eye out for that follow us at fishwife on instagram and you'll be the first to know when it's back and you can finally get your hands on our delicious fishwife smoked tuna. It's the best tuna in the entire world. I cannot wait to try that. I'm the salmon blew my life away. It's so good. I need. I cannot wait till that's back in stock. Um, I have a hand dyed, hand cut and sewn loungewear brand called Sleepover by Esther. You can go to sleepoverbyester.com. We're about two weeks away from more inventory coming, and then it'll there won't be. There won't be such a delay in the next few months. Anyways, um, if you text, there's a number on that website. If you text it, you'll get an alert right when the products are back in stock and you won't miss out. Anything else? I have a solo podcast. It's called Esther Club. It's quite a treat. And Caroline has the Renner files. So if you want to hear her talk about Jeremy Renner, because why don't you want to hear that? Check that podcast out as well. Caroline, anything else? I think that's it. You guys... We appreciate you. We're always here. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Podcast Network.